Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie, and we are continuing on with season three, the future of marketing. And today we are going to talk about authority marketing, marketing your authority. What does that even mean? Well, authority marketing is how small experts can stand out among the ever-growing sea of consultants and coaches out there. Authority marketing doesn't care about the size of your operation or how long you've been in business. I've managed to land numerous podcast interviews and article contributions without years of industry experience. You don't need a degree or 25 plus years of experience in your industry. You just need a few other things. An interesting story. A passion for what you do. And the most elusive of all, confidence. So what is authority marketing, though? Authority marketing is simply promoting your expertise to establish your authority in your field or industry. What truly makes an authority marketer stand out is that they're doing things that other people in their industry aren't doing. I want you to pause for a moment. Obviously, you can't pause if you're, like, driving. But... Pause for a moment and consider how you feel when you attend a conference and you see someone you've never met go up on stage and talk about a topic that matters to you. They're introduced as an expert. Or when you listen to one of your favorite podcasts and you hear an interview, you give that person a pretty high amount of credibility that's basically theirs to lose once they open their mouth. So many people are afraid of public speaking, or feel like they don't know enough to do podcast interviews or guest blog posts. Authority marketing plays in those fears by taking advantage of what many of your competitors won't do. But I have to ask you, if you're not feeling confident enough, you don't feel like an expert enough to be in a podcast, which we typically don't get paid for, how can you ask people for money for your skills? In order to build thought leadership, You have to be willing to speak up. So what if you're not an expert? Like I said, this is self-defeating internal monologue. If you aren't expert enough to do a 30-minute podcast interview, what makes you expert enough for people to pay you for your services? If you're confident enough in your skills to ask for money, you can write up a guest blog article. Most of the time, we have to niche down to create an audience we can effectively target in our marketing. So... Maybe you aren't an expert in e-commerce supply chain, but if you primarily target fashion companies in your marketing, you could certainly position yourself as an expert in supply chain for clothing e-commerce companies. You don't have to be the only expert either. You just want to position yourself as an authority in your target industries or niches. Great example, defy the status quo, my company. We work mostly with B2B consulting firms and digital service companies. I've honed my expertise and I've cultivated a team to focus on content marketing as its best leverage for these types of businesses. As a result, everything about my marketing becomes more targeted and that much more effective. So what's the big whoop? Authority marketing can actually improve your lead generation. How does it help you sign more clients? Well, they hear about you through a trusted channel or see that you've been called upon for your expertise. Then they have to wonder about your competitors. Are they considered experts in exactly what you what they need as well? Your perceived authority and expertise also gives you more room to charge higher fees. After all, if you're confident enough to speak on stage, you must be really good, right? 
Lead generation for consultants is always a top concern, and who doesn't want to earn higher fees? Of course, it's not really the case that, you know, if you're speaking on stage, you must be super good, but the two often seem to go hand in hand, particularly in the professional services space. Most people won't do an interview of any kind unless they're confident in their knowledge and skills. I read a study that concluded that you could see as much as 45% or more in an increase in sales by marketing your authority and inspiring confidence in your prospects. That, uh, that study is actually linked in the show notes. So if you want to read more about it in the process, go ahead and click there. But what it boils down to is that the good old no like, and trust that marketers and PR people often harp on is true. When someone likes you, feels like they know you, and trusts you, they're way more likely to buy from you over your competitors. So now to the how. How can you market your expertise? All right. How do you do authority marketing? You can't just run around saying, I'm awesome, right? Who's going to believe that? We've come up with a three-pronged approach here to authority marketing that relies heavily on content marketing and what some call online public relations. But first, we're going to talk about the, you know, general ways that many consultants market their authority to build their industry credibility. So content marketing is a big one, right? You're demonstrating your knowledge through content marketing. But what is content marketing? Content is everything that you create online, which could include social media posts, blog posts, case studies, videos, ebooks, podcasts, research reports, white papers, emails, and so much more. It's pretty much everything you create that people can consume. Netflix, that's content. Okay? Podcasts, content. Video, content. All of it. Content, content, content. So what really makes it true content marketing is when you have a strategy that allows all of those elements to work together. Your strategy should also include a data-focused search engine optimization approach and competitor analysis, but that's another post for another day. Now, before you go out trying to get interviews and be on podcasts and stuff, you need to build up your content library. Why? It helps establish your authority for anyone you pitch to. So you give them something to click back on and, and look at your thoughts and, and how well you pull them together and write them up. Or if you do videos, how well you, uh, how loquacious you are when you talk out your thoughts. Now, you might be able to get in front of a few different physical or virtual audiences thanks to the connections in your network. You always want to take advantage of what your network can offer you. But if you're going to be sending people to your website, people that have never met you or seen you or heard you, you want that website to be working hard to help turn those site visitors into leads. Or in this case, turn, you know, podcast hosts you've pitched to, uh, journalists you've pitched to, you want to turn, you want to turn them into believers in your ability. If you're comfortable on video, then you could record educational videos to demonstrate your expertise. Uh, one of the easiest ways to get started is blog posts because they're easy to scan. So it can help an event organizer, another blogger, a podcaster make up their mind about you super fast. Another advantage of a great content library is that you're in control of it. When you pitch to guest blogs and do interviews, you can get turned down. If you want to publish a new blog post or record a video, who's going to stop you if you're posting it on your own site? So public relations. That's another approach that a lot of experts take to build up their credibility, and it's a fantastic one. Uh, we did a whole series 
of blog posts. It was an interview with my friend Jennifer McGinley of JLM Strategic Communications, and we linked to that in the show notes. So be sure to check that out if you want to learn more about uh, ethical public relations, heart-focused public relations. But really, it's just about building solid relationships between you and the community you want to or are working in. So traditional public relations, you know, we kind of think of news and media publications, and that's pretty accurate. People pay attention when you end up in the newspaper. But it can be really hard to get in with the professionals who, you know, carry the most weight that make it kind of worth it. It can be easier to get in in local or regional media outlets versus a national outlet. It's almost never going to happen. Um, one of the easier approaches to public relations is the focus on online public relations. And that pretty much embraces all of the ways that we, the consultants, can collaborate with content creators as a means to connect. So that includes guest blogging, podcasting, video shows, Facebook Live, and whatever other burgeoning communication methods you can think of. If you connect with somebody who's got an excellent TikTok method and you think that your audience is there, then go for it. It's time to bust a move and, you know, lip sync your heart out. But I really like podcasts for consultants. And that's because the number of podcasts is staggering and it's just growing all the time. There's over 850,000 podcasts, according to the site Podcast Insights. And they say upwards of 80% of the listenership listen to every episode. So that's an incredibly loyal following. So they become micro-influencers in essence, these podcast hosts. They have small audiences, or some of them have big ones, but if you know there's 850,000, a lot of them have small audiences, but they're incredibly loyal. Uh, and then also consider the number of entrepreneurship-focused podcasts. They grow all the time. So if your business as a consultant or a professional service provider helps other businesses run better, then you have potential overlap with the podcast host. So many Facebook group owners also enjoy bringing in experts for Facebook Live interviews and things like that. And getting in with these hosts isn't as nearly, uh, isn't as nearly, bleh, isn't as difficult as trying to be interviewed by your local news station or paper. Uh, another advantage is that podcast hosts typically publish on a schedule, and unless they are a news podcast, you know, if a disaster strikes, your story's not going to get buried, they're still going to publish it because that is what they talk about. They don't talk about hurricanes or, or other tragedies, unless for whatever reason you're being interviewed again on one of those news podcasts. Speaking engagements are another great way that consultants market themselves. And public speaking terrifies people. And even if they aren't terrified, they don't have the confidence to do it. I kind of think that public speaking is almost the penultimate in authority marketing. You really know you've made it when you're being paid to speak and you're being requested to speak at various events. But until then, you can take advantage of all your local networking events, you know, who host speakers. Be sure to ask someone to take photos. Ideally, you'd have somebody take video. But photos and videos allow you to take that in-person content and put it on your virtual channels. So I'd also recommend that you stick around after you're done speaking. I've attended events where speakers left right after they finished speaking, and I guess that's fine if you're Tony Robbins or somebody. But if you're just getting started or you're a normal person like me, then you know you want to stick around and build relationships. People have questions or they have comments. If, if you did your job right, then you've incited some serious thinking and they want to talk to you. And this is a great time to turn in-person reactions into online fans. These are people who will comment on all of your social media posts, sign up for your email list, uh, buy your book. If, if you publish a book, if you start a podcast, they'll subscribe to your podcast. 
Your entire audience won't be like this, of course, but anyone who builds a community, and that's essentially what you're trying to do, will tell you that they have these super cheerleaders in their squad. And, and that's what really our, that's what our businesses kind of thrive on are those super cheerleaders who get out there and they tell other people that you're awesome. So why do I recommend authority marketing to defy the status quo's clients? I recommend authority marketing to our clients because it's a much faster way to land clients with the budget you're dreaming about. It's not precisely it's not precisely attributable like paid advertising, but it's one of those things that builds momentum as time passes. With authority marketing, much like regular content marketing, you see compound growth over time. The, you know, in the beginning you're pitching to podcasts and to do guest blog posts, but eventually what happens once you gain enough momentum is that people will seek you out. The last Three podcast interviews that I've done, I was sought out. I did not pitch to those hosts. They sought me out or somebody connected us or something like that, but it wasn't something where I was actively pitching myself to a stranger. The amount of search traffic you see from 10 blog articles is nothing when compared to 100 blog articles, 100 quality articles. When you've interviewed for 10 podcasts, not only will it get easier to get on other podcasts, you'll get on higher profile podcasts. So what all this means is that people will start to perceive you as an expert. As humans, when other people believe when other people believe something, we at least like to research why they believe it to see if we agree. If your collective online presence does nothing to dissuade the notion, then more people will believe in your expertise. Higher perceived expertise plus likability because I'm hoping that you're likable equals Landing more clients with higher fees. We expect to pay more for quality. So I ask you, what are you doing to show your prospective clients that you are a high caliber consultant? So the experts authority marketing method, that's what we call it here at Defy the Status Quo. Our three-pronged approach tackles authority marketing from a variety of sides or perspectives We really focus on helping our clients position themselves as experts while combining competitor analysis and SEO to help their websites become 24-7 salespeople. Our method consists of construct, create, and cultivate. We need to construct your content foundation, we'll create intellectual property, and we're constantly cultivating credibility. So if you want to learn more about the experts authority marketing method, then download our new interactive or sign up to access our interactive authority marketing for experts, signing more clients by promoting your expertise. So this is kind of an ebook style uh, page that also includes this blog post as well as about 10 additional pages devoted to describing the experts authority marketing method in detail as we execute it for DTSQ's clients. We've also included polls throughout the content page so you can see how you measure up against other consultants and professional service providers who are also interested in marketing their authority to sign more clients, but to also get higher fees from those new clients. All right, so that's been an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I look forward to seeing your responses um, in our authority marketing interactive content and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day.